my babies. Hello, my g- ghost girls. Hello, my <laughs> freaky friends. Ah, oh. Wow. Trying it out. Well, I always do a version of that song for the dogs, so I thought I'd test something out for y'all. I loved it. Thanks. Thank it you. It was a real winner. Honestly, I just love to make songs about the dogs. Say, uh, It's yeah. like kind of all that I do when I'm home. Okay. By myself. That's it? So if anyone was ever like, what does she do? Uh-huh. Um, it's try not to go insane planning this wedding and singing songs to the dogs. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. Very cool hobbies. It's like pretty fun. Right. I oh. can't wait for it wow. to all be over. I'll it's, always sing dog songs. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be one exciting You know what? Time. What? What if? What if? we? What if we all sing a song about At you and wedding. Steve in the tune of a dog song? <gasps> okay. At the wedding? On your wedding, while you're walking down the aisle, and we bark. I thought we were seeing Alyssa and Steve. Oh, Alyssa yes. and Steve. That's well, at the reception. We're going to have a surprise guest singing at the wedding. Uh, so <gasps> I'm no way. Yes. Oh my so God. I'm going to have to say Dude, that you news. guys will not be able to sing when we come down the aisle, All right. but okay. at the reception, you totally can. Emily, you're going to, Emily, you're going to have to cover my mouth with your hand. When she's walking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be like, like <laughs> I f- I think um, you're going to be so blown away by the the person the who's singing that you won't even. Okay. Yeah. And we're the golden ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Here we are with another installment of Ghoul Talk. Wow. That's listener stories. And we love them. And we like them. How did we get here? How did we get here? We went from like... It being like pulling teeth trying to get a story to now I can't Millions. I can't keep up with them. The people love it now. But love. you know what? Keep them coming. Right. To the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. They want to tell their tales. Tell their tales. Ghosts, goblins, gremlins, freaking aliens, weird shit you can't explain. The spooky, give it. The spooky we give it up, it all. folks. Spooky stuff in your backyard, right. Something spooky. Right. In your backyard. Who knows? Fucking let us know. I'm going to dive right in, okay? And I'm going to share this story from Britt. Oh, okay. <gasps> hey, Britt. I love it. Gorgeous name. Mm-hmm. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Britt wrote this in the morning. Oh. <laughs> it's good night. Good night. I know. It's like my bedtime right, right now. I'm a new listener, but I grew up on stories of the gray man on Polly's Island and stories of family members sticking around after death. I have had three experiences of my own and one my mother relayed to me. The first one I had was when I was 14, traveling in Scotland. I was on a tour of the closes under Edinburgh when I saw the image of a young boy playing with a blue ball. He was following the group and my hands kept getting cold. Of course, later in the tour, they told us the story of the boy who was frequently seen in the tunnels and that gave me the first taste of something otherworldly. The other two experiences were just recently. I work in a train depot museum, and the building is over 100 years old. That is so cool. Very cool. Train depot museum? Like, that is my dream job. Oh, there's a train station museum in New Orleans, and it's, like, very small, but it's pretty cool. I love it. There's one in my hometown. There's one 
a minute away down the street. My town doesn't have much of anything at all, but there's a museum, a train museum, and a tea house. Should we take a tour of all the train museums in the U.S.? Please. Yes. Can okay. we take trains to them? Because I just yes. knew when I lived in, you know, 1885, I was taking the train everywhere. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Train Depot Museum. It is where people would disembark from trains coming up from Atlanta and get on another train heading up into the Georgia mountains. The train line had a history of accidents and a death from poor construction and bad circumstances. I was in the depot one evening and had closed everything up. There were no trains nearby and it was dark with an approaching storm. I went to the bathroom and came out to something odd. There is a big old scale next to the bathrooms with a heavy weight on one side. The weight is at least five pounds and it was swinging freely. It was like it had just been pushed. The other woman who works here has said she has felt things here too, but we both have a lot of respect for the past and invite them to rest here if they need to. Angels. The final story is about family members sticking around, and it connects to the story my mother told me. My uncle, my mom's little brother, passed away near Halloween last year. He and my mother shared the family lake house together, and we have spent a lot of time up there. His widow now wishes to sell the place and is getting somewhat aggressive about it. My mother, and all the rest of the family, does not want to sell, and she has been put in a tough place because of the conflict. Ugh! I'm sorry, but this widow, come on, this is like a family memory. Mm-hmm. Respect that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in the Seriously. middle of it. Yeah. But, um, Britt, I'm going to have to say I'm on your mom's side. <laughs> At the beginning of summer, I had a dream. My mother and uncle were seated on the dock together, drinking beers. They were both in lounge chairs and enjoying each other's company. Then my uncle reached out and held my ha- mom's hand and smiled at her. I told mom about it, and she cried, saying her brother hadn't visited her yet, but he visited me, knowing I would tell her. Oh, It was a sign to keep the lake house, and things have actually progressed in a good way since then. This is not the first time that one of my mother's family members has come back. Her older brother passed in the early 90s from AIDS, and my grandmother passed shortly after. We scattered their ashes under the lake house as it was being built as per their wishes. Uncle Parks said he wanted to check up on us. Well, my mom's little sister ended up getting Uncle Parks's car after he passed, and she was driving it home from the lake with my mom in the car behind it. She suddenly went into a spin, did a 360, and it ended up perfectly fine on the side of the road. My aunt swears that she heard my uncle laughing because he liked to scare her and pull pranks. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, what? Um, Uncle, that's a fucking bold prank, that my is. dude. Ugh, okay. We love you, but come on. <laughs> also, that name is really cool. Parks, P-A-R-K-E-S. Am I saying that Perks? correctly? Parks, P-A-R-K-E-S. P-A-R-K-E-S. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let us know, Britt. My mother has always been very open about her family coming to visit. I hear my grandfather frequently in my dreams, as she does as well. It is funny considering how straight line she is, but she firmly believes that our ancestors visit us when we need them to. Anyway, those are my stories. I hope you like them. Britt. We did like them. We loved them. You got a tricky uncle. 
first off. Oh, he needs to calm down <laughs> on his jokes. That is like. He needs to relax a little bit there. Yeah, it's like have fun, but don't get us right. killed, man. We're not ready. Uh, wow. I love also that your mom is so into it. Same. My mom is too. My mom sees things, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I respect that mom game. We love moms. We love moms. Moms I mean, so cool. It's a family affair, too. I mean, Alyssa's pretty sensitive, you know? My mom told us a story, um, and it was about gremlins. Maybe she'll she'll email us so we can read it. It was the best story I've heard in a while. Well, no. I mean, I've heard some really great stories, but that was a good mom story. That was a great story from a mom. If your mom has a great story, tell her to email us. Right. Gremlins, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. dude. Who knew? We love it. Who knew? Uh, Kyle, you want to you want to take it away? Yeah, why not? Why not? All right. So this is from our guy Casey. What up? Hi, Casey. What's going on? All right. <clears throat> Hello. How are you? Oh, good. <laughs> We're making We're it. <laughs> I thought it said, "How old are you?" And I was like, "Twenty-seven." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> old. Wow. <laughs> Bold I don't question. like to talk about it. No, he said, how are you? And we're well. <laughs> well, guess what? He says, I hope you are all well. Uh, Good we guess. are. Yeah. We hope Good the guess. same for you. We are well. <laughs> we could go on like this. Yeah, for, keep forever. going. <laughs> Casey, how are you? Yeah, how are you? We hope you're well. Are as you well? well? We're well. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Back to the story. I really love your podcast. (gasps) Honestly, I work 12-hour shifts in an aerospace materials lab. Cool. That job can just suck sometimes. The energy and humor you all bring to the podcast is amazingly helpful while trudging through my days. Please know that this project of yours has a very positive impact on my life. Casey. Wow. Casey. Okay, you touched my heart and my soul. It's true. And that... (sighs) This That's means beyond. a lot. It does. These Truly are the types of things it. I remember when I'm feeling bummed or depressed or like I, I failed at something, you know? Yes. Uh, you know honestly, I mean? and that's what we want to be here for is that energy and that's, you know, that space in your day that's just a good time. Yeah. We love to laugh. Right. The spooky energy and the positive energy. Exactly. It's, it's, it goes hand in hand. It does. All right. I have had a lot of paranormal experiences in my life, and even still, sometimes I question them and doubt them in the face of people who outright deny or do not believe in anything that is not currently provable by science, which is kind of a dumb argument since science is often refuted as our knowledge base grows and progresses. Mm-hmm. Listening, to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listening to this podcast not only validates my experiences, but it also tells me that people are experiencing these things all over the world every single day. Mm, very true. There are greater numbers of people having similar experiences than I really thought. I feel happy about that. So, where to start? I cannot relate all of my experiences. There are too many. Not only did I grow up in a haunted house in a suburb of Salt Lake City, Utah, my grandma was, is, a practicing psychic. What? I have never put much store in her practices and supposed gifts because she used them for profit and gain, sometimes a little unethically. That part of my family is very toxic and I have little to do with them. 
Still, though, I would be a liar if I denied that our family possesses certain clairvoyant gifts. Mm. The experiences I think I will share will relate to the home I grew up in rather than experiences related to clairvoyant sensitivity. All right, all right. One night when I was pretty young, my parents both woke up at the same time and experienced their bedroom being filled with a black mist. No. It was not... (laughs) No. No. No, thank you. (laughs) It was not smoke because the smoke detector did not go off and they could breathe just fine. They said the smoke or mist was so thick you could cut it with a knife. There was also a presence with an accompanying feeling of dread and fear filling the room. Mm, We've heard that before. Mm -hmm. They say they commanded the presence to depart in the name of Jesus in the presence as well as the mist vanished. I also used to hear things in the house. If we were downstairs alone, you would hear people walking around upstairs floorboards creaking and footsteps just like a normal person was up there doing normal stuff people do i guess (laughs) when you would go up to see who was there the house would be empty it was so commonplace and i had experienced it so much that it didn't seem weird until i was a teenager and kind of became aware that houses didn't just do that kind of thing like windows rattling in the wind cars driving by birds outside chirping when there was a sound of the correct tempo of a human being walking back and forth across a floor, that means something made that sound. It didn't just happen on its own just because the house was sitting there. You know what I mean? So my brother and I eventually started talking about it and how weird it was, and we told our parents. They kind of brushed us off, even though they had experienced their own stuff. Ugh, so typical of parents. Yeah, come on, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One day, my friend Becca and I, I'm a guy, 38 years old now. This is about 1995. Anyway, we were sitting downstairs watching TV after rollerblading outside, and we started hearing someone walking around upstairs. We both heard it for sure and had no doubt that my brother or one of my parents was upstairs in the kitchen doing something. We went up to say hi, but there was nobody there. The house was empty except for us. I told my mom about that experience and others like it again, and so she told me one day that if I was experiencing something like that, to listen as hard as I could and make sure I was hearing it, and if I listened hard enough and knew for sure someone was there, then I would find that someone was really there, and that all of the other experiences were my imagination. So fast forward a couple of months or so, I was in my room drawing on a typical Sunday afternoon, and my parents were out at the store. I was watching Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, or Xena Warrior Princess, or something, and on my knees, leaning over my bed, drawing. I began to hear the familiar sounds of my parents arriving home. The garage door opening, small gap of time, the door from the garage into the house opening, then closing. At this point, I remembered what my mom said about making sure I was really hearing something, so I listened very intently. After the door from the garage closed, the appropriate gap of time passed before you would start to hear someone coming up the stairs, which I heard as well. There was someone who was definitely home from the store. I knew it. I heard it. All the right normal sounds had been made. There was no mistaking it. So I got up to go see my mom or my dad, who would have groceries and probably something good to eat, like a fresh bag of Doritos or some other junk food fresh from the store. But there was nobody there. I was still completely alone in the house, like I had been minutes before. 
I had taken my mom's advice and had proven that even if I had listened and made sure that I was really hearing things, there were times when nobody would be there, or in other words, the effing house was haunted. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I shared this example was because it was the most witnessed phenomenon that happened. Even to this day, my friend Becca admits she heard what we both heard together while in the basement. Many, many things happened there that I can also share if you are interested. We are. Casey, we are interested. (laughs) Also, as I think about it, another aspect of my childhood that lent itself to witnessing the paranormal was the fact that my mom owned a cleaning business. And when I was really young, I remember going to other people's houses to help my mom clean and seeing shadow people. For so long, I chalked that up to imagination also. But as I got older, I started realizing that shadow people are totally a thing that other people experience seeing as well. Also, Salt Lake has plenty of haunted places around. So if you think of a way to feature it as a city with legitimate haunts like any other city and not just focus on the totally overdone Mormon thing, which, pe- which people <laughs> often use as a metric to disqualify anything that happens in this state as being legitimate, then I think it would totally work. Notable haunted places include, so anyone in Utah or going to Salt Lake City, listen up. The Capitol Theater, Pioneer Village at Lagoon Theme Park, Memory Grove, Kay's Cross, Mercer Cemetery, Benson Grist Mill, and Emo's Grave. There are many others too, I'm sure. Thanks again for the great podcast. It really makes a difference in my life and in many others, I'm sure. Sincerely, Casey. Stay spooky. Casey. Oh, I'm feeling Casey. spooked. I'm currently recording in my in the house I grew up in, and right. as I was reading the story, I started like remembering little things that happened to me like throughout my life, and I have goosebumps right now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, do you have some comparisons to Casey's story, like footsteps, you know, from the floor upstairs? Um, more so hearing things downstairs while I'm upstairs, but I would just, again, chalk it up to, like, me hearing things or just, like, being a crazy person or something. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you're a kid and you're a teenager. You're kind of just like, oh, okay. I don't know. Right. Oh. <laughs> you want to hear about Jessica's story? Yeah. We want to hear about Jessica's story. Okay. Jessica. <laughs> she sent in an edit, guys. This is so cool. I love that. All right. She says, well, now I lost it again, but here I am. Don't worry. She says, hey, ghouls. So a few years ago, during a holiday dinner, we were sitting at the table sharing our spooky stories. My family is big into the paranormal, ghosts, all of it. Mm -hmm. My dad was talking about how he recently had a dream about my grandfather, who had died a few years earlier. My dad was standing at the doorway of our old home looking out into the street at his father, my grandfather, who was in his car, with my sister, who was also in the car. After telling his story, my sister, who was visibly shook, looked like she saw a ghost. Well, turns out my sister had the same dream as my father, just in the point of view from the car. What the F? And turns out this is the first or second time this happened to them. Freaky. Okay, that's crazy. That's bizarre. Here's another one, which spooked the living Jesus out of me when it happened. (laughs) Girl. So after my grandfather died, shit 
popped off at our house. I was probably about seven or eight when this happened, and my sister was six is six years older than I was. The house we lived in had two floors and a basement with the laundry room being with the laundry room being in the basement as well as my dad's man cave. There was a rocking chair he kept down there. It's important. So my sister went downstairs to do her laundry, and as she was folding her clothing, she saw something or someone in the rocking chair. She thought it was my dad, so she said something to him, and he didn't respond. She figured maybe he was falling asleep, whatever, which isn't unusual for him. (laughs) Then she realized he wasn't even down there, because when she came upstairs, he was upstairs in the kitchen with my mom. My dad told my mom almost the same story, that he saw someone in the chair but realized no one was actually there. And then my sister told my mom her story. My dad obviously wasn't there. And my mom was so spooked out her damn mind. So yeah, when they both found out they experienced the same thing, it kind of freaked them both out, just as much as my poor mom, of course bugged the hell out of me too and told my dad to tell my grandma don't come to me as a ghost which she still hasn't to this day but has definitely showed her spirit in other ways that that is that in itself is another essay i can't make this shit up the two of them some sort of spooky bond which in which in a way is kind of awesome I mean, I think that's totally freaking awesome. Absolutely. I think it's awesome. I think that's sick. I love You're it. having, like, parallel dreams with your family. Do you remember? That's just like, right. whoa. Do you guys remember that show in Disney, So Weird? Yeah, of course. Okay. There were some episodes where they had, like, parallel dreams where they were, like, entering any, right. in each other's dreams or something. I just, I remember it fondly. I w- I had another weird ghost dream last night. Ooh, go on. What happened, though? I can't remember what happened, but when I woke, like, when my alarm went off this morning, I was still in the ghost dream. (gasps) Uh, What? You were awake, but you No, no, like, I was still having the dream, and then my alarm went off, so I didn't get to finish it. Oh, I get what you're saying. But the whole day, I was like, what what was going to happen? But you could don't remember it now? No. Hmm. But this morning I remembered it vividly. Oh, I hate when that happens. I do too. I've been having a lot of ghost dreams recently, though. Yeah. I don't know what it means. Hmm. Is that my stress been, dream? I had Probably. A really, I had a really great dream after we talked about Timote. I was about to say, was it Timote? <laughs> no, for real, I did. Because then I also watched the trailer to the new Little Women that's coming out, mm-hmm. which Timote is starring in. Oh my god! And your girl had a dream about him as that character, and shit turned up, y'all. Damn. It was... <laughs> it was sexy. Is it not safe for work? <laughs> It's NSFW. NSFW. All the way around. Dang. Nobody wants to be in there because it was a private spot for me and my man. Dang. <laughs> oh. Ugh. It was good time. I love and support. And I only wish he would hit me back up. One of these days. He would DM a hoe. He's going to finally get your Instagram messages. One day he'll look back and be like, where where have you been? Mm. He will. I've been here to Mote. Oh. Chalmay. He will. All right, Kyle, All right. you ready to take it away with the final story mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. Eve? <clears throat> this one's a little longer, which I am excited about because it's sick. That's the that's the word of the night. Sick. Oh, sick. Okay. Said like that. Sick. All right. 
This is from Leslie. Hey, Ghoul. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Hey, Ghoul friends. I finally sat down and wrote out one of my ghost experiences. Hope you enjoy. Oh, we will. Before I begin, I wanted to let you know that your podcast is truly exceptional. <gasps> Everything I've been looking wow. for. Anyone that writes a review and advises you to change anything can suck it. Thanks for producing <gasps> excellent content. <gasps> okay, that means a lot. <laughs> love, truly. love, love, love you. More than you know. Okay. Heck the haters. Truly. For real. The story happened around me instead of to me. And rather shows my own arrogance when it comes to my abilities around picking up paranormal experiences. LOL. So, in 2007, my husband and I moved to Portland, Oregon. Throughout this experience, I was six months pregnant all the way through until our daughter was a year and a half and we moved out. So, approximately two years. I consider myself very sensitive, an empath with some clairvoyant abilities. My husband, on the other hand, grew up very scarred by his religious upbringing and wanted nothing to do with anything otherworldly or spiritual at the time. These experiences happened solely to him. Ooh. <laughs> so we, uh -huh. we moved into our new place, a duplex that connected to our neighbor Jeff, who was also our landlord and owned the duplex. This house is also half a block from Lone Fir Cemetery, the oldest cemetery in Portland. That first night, my husband, Robbie, was woken up by a large wolf-like dog staring at him from our bedroom door. In the morning... No. Right? This is like our dog dreams last week. Jesus. <laughs> criminy. Right. In the morning, he told me of this incident, and I dismissed it. He frequently walked in his sleep and had very vivid dreams. Surely, if something was weird with the house, I would have felt it, right? So... I let him know that I thought he had been having wild dreams. That was all. I felt nothing out of the ordinary. We had an art studio downstairs in the basement, and we lived upstairs. We both work from home, freelancers, and my husband frequently worked downstairs until the wee hours of the morning. Like I mentioned before, I was pregnant and soon had a newborn, so I would go to bed much earlier and be passed out cold in a deep sleep that only exhausted mothers know about. Ha ha. Oh, God. <laughs> Soon, my husband started hearing footsteps crossing our floor above his head because he was working in the basement. Almost every night, he would come upstairs and expect to see me up with the baby. But instead, he would find us sawing logs, dead asleep. <laughs> oh, I love that. Sawing logs. That's a classic. Okay. He told me about it a few times. And again, I dismissed the poor guy. I told him, well, you are probably just hearing Jeff walking around at night because our floors are connected. He insisted, no, I can hear the footsteps crossing over my head from one side of the room over my head, then across to the other side, on the opposite side from Jeff's. In my arrogance, surely I would know if we had a ghost. I dismissed him again. We are both just overtired from being up all hours with the baby, I explained. Once we had a friend in town. Robbie, my hubby, and Daryl, our friend, were both downstairs late one night. They both heard the footsteps go across the room and ran upstairs to see if his wife and I were up. We were not. Daryl was incredibly freaked out. It was only then when I started to suspect something. Shortly afterwards, we had gotten the funds together to buy our first house and it was time to move. Here's where it gets truly weird. Literally. The day we were moving out, 
I am by the U-Haul van and a lady I have never met before comes up to me. Here's how that conversation went. Lady. So, you're moving out of old Gary's house, eh? I can't remember the actual name, so let's just say it was Gary. Me. Oh, yeah, time for us to move on, I guess. Lady. Oh, yeah, he was a real son of a bitch. Didn't have any friends. (laughs) Real grumpy. It was so crazy when the hazmat team came that day. Me. What? (laughs) Lady. Oh, you didn't know. Oh, yeah, one day I came home and both houses were covered with a big hazmat type of tent. Turns out old Gary had died and no one knew. He was dead in there. She points to Jeff's side of the duplex. With his husky dog for so long that his body decayed and ate through the floor. At this point, I am realizing... What? (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I am realizing that Jeff's side of the duplex had completely been redone in new... New floors, new kitchen, etc., while ours was still old. I also immediately think of the wolf dog my husband saw that first night. I am in shock. And then, I shit you not, the light-activated porch lights on Jeff's side started blinking like crazy in the middle of the afternoon. There was no reason for it to be blinking, and ours, right next to it, had not been activated. I have never seen it do that before. The lady, looking at the light, said, Ha ha! I bet that's old Gary now! And then she walked away. (laughs) I was baffled. (laughs) Yeah, like, alright, goodbye. (laughs) So Nice to meet you. Yeah. (laughs) So, then we moved out, and sadly, I never talked to or confronted Jeff about this. But, I still keep in touch with him through Facebook, and who knows, maybe one day I'll ask him about it. Oh my god, girl, you got to. Do it for us. <laughs> Please. Girl, we need to know more about Gary. Yeah, and if Jeff has experienced anything weird too. Mm-hmm. Also, years later, I'm telling the story to our friends and my hubby chimes in. Oh yeah, I didn't tell you the worst part. What? I said, confused. Robbie, oh yeah, late one night I was in the backyard and clear as day, someone whisper yelled directly in my ear, Robbie! And I completely freaked out. Me, mouth wide open in shock. Why didn't you tell me? Robbie, because I thought you would think I was going crazy. Poor guy. I dismissed him this whole time. No wonder he would think that. Sad face. (laughs) Also, as a side note, Robbie frequently sleptwalked. Sleepwalked? (laughs) Is it sleptwalked? I, I don't know. I think it's sleepwalk. Yeah, it's kind of like blow dryer. You sleepwalk. You don't. Right. Kind of blue. Like I blue dried her yeah. hair. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, you sleepwalk. Grammar. So, multiple times a week, his whole life, the whole ten years we were together before we had children. Literally, the day our daughter was born, eleven years ago, he never, not once, has sleepwalked again. Also, he is totally not a skeptic anymore, and is open to the unknown. That's it. I have a couple more smaller stories if you're interested. Yes. Thanks for all of your great work. All my best, Leslie. That was a trip. That was a trip, Leslie. Turn up. Leslie, that was a trip. Leslie, we do want the other stories. Oh, my God. Also, if this is the Leslie who I think it is, we follow you on Instagram and you're like a super talented artist. (gasps) So correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is, is you. And if and if you're not an artist, I'm sure you're still talented. 
You're definitely you're still super talented. You're a talented storyteller. I'll give you that much. That's all yes. I know about you. Excellent. Excellent. Wow, old Gary through the Gary floor, man. And your, and your poor husband. <laughs> oh, Robbie. When I was managing vans, one of my co-managers left to go be like one of the cleanup teams for crime scenes and he would see shit like that. Wait, what? Yeah. He worked at Vans and then he was like, I'm doing it. He was out. like, I'm out because this job pays crazy money because no one wants to do it. My calling. It's true. Yeah. I don't know if he still does it, but wow. I was like, you went from working in a shoe store skate shop to cleaning up dead scenes. bodies. Um, I don't know, but probably like, pretty mind. well because it's one of those jobs where People don't really want to do it. Would you mind that much? Actually, that's true. Trauma. Hello. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of shit. So for anyone that's interested, I follow um, this Instagram account and it's a crime scene cleaner and it's crime scene cleaners oh. Inc. Inc. Oh, what? oh my God. They're up to 440K followers. <laughs> but Damn. There are, you know, he takes photos or she, he or she, I forget. Um, but they, they take photos of crime scenes and they explain what happens and stuff. And it's definitely eye-opening. Okay. I that, feel... Are they current? Cause yes. Is that legal? Uh, is that legal? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Because oh, okay. there are certain things um, that he or she, they like can't really disclose the story. But like right. they're not really, I, I don't think they ever post anything that's like evidence. You know what I mean? Right. right. As far as I know. I feel like legal. I've come a I feel like I've seen that Instagram, and I was like, oh, that's more than I can handle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, but, so I won't be applying. So if some of you guys are interested in that. It's it's, right. it's really cool, oh. but I also am weird, so. <laughs> oh, You're thank, perfect. Thank, she is perfect. She really is. <sighs> thank you guys for these great stories once again. Yeah. Yes. Staying freaking spooky as hell. Honestly, we love it so much and appreciate the, you know, participation in and the cool talk. all the love. Honestly, Seriously. people write us the sweetest emails. Yo, they make me smile for days. Right? You guys are the best. Decades. And also, Forever. you're the best. I feel like I can speak on behalf of all of us. I'm going to remember right. each and every story for the rest of my life. <laughs> Probably. So... Absolutely. Because they're spooky it's special. as heck. Yeah, it's special. Very. Yes. Oh, thank you, guys. And until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Goodbye.